Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Dang and Ryan Huang with you. It is time now for Why It Matters. You know, an estimated amount of 1.3 trillion US dollars was spent on digital transformation back in 2018. But despite the huge amount spent, an estimated 900 billion was wasted. And this was because 70% of businesses failed to meet their transformation objectives. Now, to address this critical issue, we've got the National University of Singapore launching a new Digital Transformation Leaders Program or DTLP. The program is designed around the All Digital Future Playbook or TAP written by business transformation experts Dr. Dennis Koo and Jung Kyu Choi. Their unique insight is that transformation is not just about technology but it requires a holistic approach around people and processes. Let's find out more about this program from Dr. Dennis Koo, Program Director of National University of Singapore's Digital Transformation Leaders Program. Good morning, Dr. Dennis. Good morning, Elliot. So, the NUS DTLP program, tell us a little bit more about it, things like the structure, how long it takes, how long can you take to unlearn processes, really? (laughs) Well, it's not very long, so it spans uh, a month, but it's eight days of face-to-face. And the reason for that is that um, we provide time into the design for the participants to validate you know what they don't yet know so um, usually in such a process you make assumptions you need to check things out so it's three days in the beginning to deal with the customer and the business issues and then we take a break so that they can validate what they don't know about the competition or the customers or the industry and then they come back and then we begin to talk about capabilities. Mm. But notice we don't start with capabilities because in many cases, things become very solution-oriented. But uh, companies actually are not very clear exactly what problem they're solving. Okay. Uh, and then they come back after that uh, where we then put everything together and we also talk about the people and leadership dimension. Okay. I like the areas you cover and the approach that you take. And then it makes me wonder... Who exactly does this program target if companies themselves are not clear? Well, exactly. Uh, So we believe that it is ultimately the C-suite leader Ah. that needs to drive the transformation uh, in their companies. And therefore, this program is targeted at the C-suite leaders and equips them to ask the right questions so that they can guide their teams in the right direction. It takes a lot of breath to steer and guide a transformation as you need to deal with issues around customers, the strength of your proposition, but also renew and rejuvenate your business model, assess the new capabilities you need, and change internal paradigms and people mindset. So many leaders just haven't perhaps acquired that breath in their career. And this program also gives them that breath to drive those transformations and make the difficult trade-offs that they need uh, to do uh, when they are executing those transformations. I feel that these are challenges that perhaps the companies are not aware of to begin with because it's so easy to ask what are the challenges that companies face, right? Your point of view, Dr. Dennis, what is the state of the digital and business transformation in companies here in Singapore today? Well, in Singapore, I think we have several sectors that I think uh, we're doing really well. uh, And uh, those are definitely in the areas around government services, in healthcare. 
I think the banking and financial sector uh, has also uh, been transforming for many years. Uh, and while there is more room uh, for improvement, they have certainly set uh, reasonably high standards. I think in many other areas, I would say that uh, it is no different from what we see and the statistics that you have quoted, that uh, in incumbent companies of size, digital transformation, or rather I should say business transformation that involves people, processes, new ways of working, technology, of course, those I think are extremely complex because you're not a startup. You have existing processes, existing infrastructure. Uh, if you've been very successful, then you may have a mindset that's trapped within a certain paradigm. So all those things uh, need to change. Mm. And you've got quite a bit of experience with this because you yourself spearheaded the design strategy and growth for UOB's Tomorrow Digital Bank. How does that help, especially with you trying to teach other people to approach uh, or the right approach to digital transformation? Yes, that has been a significant piece. Uh, I uh, was had the uh, good fortune to basically participate in a very complex transformation between yeah. 2017 and 2020. Uh, and that's where I realized uh, how complex such transformations can be. So therefore, I, I thought it, this is an excellent opportunity to share and impart the experience and knowledge I've gained. So I first wrote uh, Driving Digital Transformation Lessons from Building the First ASEAN Digital Bank about a year ago now. And the first four chapters deal with the fine details of how my team and I built uh, Tomorrow by UOB. And had I stopped there, it would be an interesting account uh, of my learnings and journey, but it will be not much more than that. However, I saw the opportunity to design a new approach that could help many companies of the world that are transforming themselves and finding that often they are not meeting their objectives. Mm. So in a way, it's like providing the covers for the jigsaw. And let me explain that, right? If you're trying to fit a jigsaw together and the cover is missing, that's pretty difficult. And in a way, that's the challenge that many companies face today. They're trying to put together a jigsaw where they don't know the final picture. So uh, my co-author and I, Junkyu, mm -hmm. uh, have basically discovered four dimensions and 19 elements that are essential when you're transforming. Uh, and those four dimensions are the ones I've just mentioned, right? Customers, yeah. business, capabilities, and leadership. And I think if you put... Uh, this together, it gives you a map and it gives you those covers you need to do much better in the complexity that you need to deal with. Mm. I remember two, three years ago at the start of this journey that a lot of companies were taking, the confusion was always between digitalizing and digitizing. Where are we at now? Does this issue of digitizing, when you talk about, you know, not being able to see the final picture, does that keep coming into play? And henceforth, we forget that the idea of digitalization really is a lot about connectivity. Uh, well, that's a great question, Elliot. So let me explain uh, the three terms, right? So digitization is really making analog digital. So if you have a paper form, if you have a media that's in analog form like we did you know, quite some years ago, then digitization is really the conversion of those two digits in bits and bytes. And then digitalization is really about improving manual processes using digital, using technology. So that could be instead of going to a store and then the storekeeper is manually 
you know, looking at the shelves, whether they have the product that you are looking for, the whole thing has been automated. Mm. And you can search for the uh, product online. Uh, you can then pay for it uh, and they ship it to you potentially with robots. And the whole thing then uh, is really automated and there's no manual processes. Uh, so that's quite different from digital transformation, which does involve both digitization because if whatever your content is isn't digital, you have to go through that step. And it will involve digitalization as well, which is basically converting manual processes and automating them. But digital transformation is a whole lot more. In fact, it's a bit of a misnomer because there really isn't such a thing as using just digital to transform. It's really business transformation and that involves people, that involves change of mindsets, that yeah. involves existing processes that you have, existing infrastructure, that involves re-looking at customers. Are there new needs you need to serve because now it's very competitive? That need to look at your business model. You know, how do you increase profitability? How do you lower costs? So uh, I would say that uh, digital transformation does the term a disservice because it makes people feel that it's all about just being digital. Yeah, and people tend to get confused or think that that's the easy way out in that sense. And obviously, you know, with the All Digital Future Playbook or TAP, we talked about some of the four pillars earlier on, all this design to help companies address these issues. Dr. Dennis, any chance you would have a case study that you could share with us, a company that's implemented that well? Uh, I would say that immediately in... Uh, the Singapore context, uh, many would be familiar with the healthcare system. I think okay. in the healthcare okay. system, a lot has been, uh, work has been put in uh, to relook at the, the, the customer journeys. Uh, and in fact, in the healthcare system today, you can see that uh, if you need uh, really an x-ray, they've redesigned the process so that you take the x-ray and you come back to the doctor uh, almost immediately after, rather than have to make another appointment. And so I, I would say that in, the, in, in healthcare, where it's something we experience day to day, you can really see the transformation from a customer journey perspective uh, has made significant improvements and has been, I think, very successful. And part of the success is really that in most services, and that includes uh, digital banks, uh, the Massive changes are all about the small detail mm. because you're really putting 10, 20, 30 small uh, pet peeves uh, is what I would call them and you're trying to streamline them and sequence them and make the experience really perfect. So it requires really attention to the very small details to make that kind of great experience happen. Mm. I mean, you mentioned digital banks and we've already seen two that were announced, I think about two, three weeks ago. Now on the front page of the Business Times, they are talking about, you know, fintechs potentially eyeing tie-ups with digital banks to give more offerings, etc., etc. It's essentially about filling gaps in the markets, right? Dr. Dennis, do you think with these multiple collaborations that it could cause a slowdown in digitalization? Is there any way to address potential failure rates? What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I don't see that it would uh, uh, result in a slowdown. Uh, just to look at the uh, situation, banks have always uh, relied on solutions from technology companies okay. uh, for um, a lot of the systems at the back end. And so it's very 
uh, common and has been going on for a long time for banks to use uh, B2B fintech mm, mm, mm. companies. Uh, I think in the B2C area, it will be much more difficult for uh, fintechs because unless it really solves a problem that the industry hasn't solved, it's more likely that uh, financial institutions want to maintain overall control of the client experience in the consumer area. Okay. And therefore, it's more likely that uh, they would want to design and own and control the entire experience because that's really uh, what matters to them right now, right? Mm-hmm. Having uh, de- being able to design a great experience and therefore having too many uh, players in the uh, B2C uh, journey uh, may not be something that uh, is is really uh, part of the approach and strategy right now. In that case, Dr. Dennis, where do you see digitalization evolving, especially with companies who are just starting to embark on this journey? Well, it is about uh, automating manual processes. <laughs> so you do have to start with your process. And okay. I think in a lot of companies that are just starting out, the process is not well documented. The process has not been uh, engineered or re-engineered properly uh, to serve customers and for efficiency. So the best starting point and uh, a point that I think a lot of companies often neglect because, again, it's about uh, sweating the small stuff right. is to really make sure that your process has been documented, is constantly updated, and you're constantly looking at how you can enhance, update the process to really serve customers better but also for cost efficiency. And if that part hasn't been well managed, then you shouldn't start the process of digitalization because all you're doing is making uh, an outdated process much better. Right. Then on that note, right, do I look at digitalization as part of automation or automation part of digitalization? Well, automation is part of digitalization because sometimes you don't automate everything at one Mm, go. mm, mm. You automate parts of it. That could be because it's fairly complex to do everything at one go. Or there are some parts of the process that are probably still require some manual uh, foresight, you know, uh, for for the processing to happen. So, for example, uh, a good example I'm familiar with is in banking. Mm -hmm. You will still have, for example, uh, processes that require you to submit manual, maybe income documents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and those, I mean, they require a lot more design and uh, well thought through and piecing the right technology together. So sometimes you defer those automations later when the appropriate uh, design is available or the appropriate solution is available. Then you have a mix and match between ah. a fairly automated process with some parts of it being manual. All right. I've been speaking with Dr. Dennis Koo, Program Director for National University of Singapore's Digital Transformation Leaders Program. Dr. Dennis, appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great day. Take care. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.